Hey everybody, this is Petey from Spinarack, and today I wanted to do a video on Batman 3D, right? Now, Batman 3D, outside of um, the untold legends of Batman and um, the many deaths of Batman, is Burns' um, full story of writing and drawing Batman by himself. It's something that you can hear spoke about the, um, the art of John Byrne of how much of a fan he is of Batman in this book. So that's why this book is here. And for a quick, quick um, thing, we had a tease of what Batman's, Byrne's Batman might be, you know, what he would look like. Now, obviously, Byrne is a huge fan of... Um, the Neil Adams Batman, but he was gonna go a little bit on his own way when he was doing Batman, right? Because we're keeping the longer ears and trying to, you know, some between somewhere between his style, Dick Sprang, and I guess um, a little bit of Neil Adams, obviously, in some of the figure work. But let's see. That's why this is here. Now, I guess I won't keep this there for that long. We go through this book. We have one issue that is 3D, right? So as a kid, I did look at this in 3D. I'm not sure if I bought it back then. I don't think I did. You get to see the book in 3D and it's cool, but it's in 3D, right? Now, and one of the other things is, even though Byrne is known for his cartoony animation type style, this where Byrne would kind of go for his own sort of realism. Um, that's a comic book realism, but not a photorealistic thing, but trying to do a realistic kind of approach to the Batman series. So seeing Two-Face is not sort of the cartoon Two-Face, just a very scarred sort of person. All right, I'm doing that really cool shot here. Doing some comic book stuff, but not going crazy as far as the layouts. Right, and then it's like, it's even his Joker here, trying to do what could possibly kind of get the dick spring, but kind of a realistic approach to how the Joker would look. Right, see here, he's almost closer to the dick spring stuff, and dick spring sort of large stuff which people kind of abandoned but not going for the full sort of animation type of thing, right? So we did that. I guess I don't want to say punish you guys by looking at it that way. Of course, I always have some sort of backup plan. So we'll go into this book here, right? We go in here. 
Alright. Going to this book, we have the 3D story without the 3D effect. Just the this possibly might be one of the best of the um, printing of the duo shade. If we see the real pages, it looks even more gorgeous than that than this. But you can see. And this is a Batman mystery, right? But it has enough players in it where it kind of... So there'll be spoilers at the end of this as we go through it. Batman kind of giving you sort of that... They go into the museum, giving you that um, Dick Sprang feel. But Byrne kind of in this style that he was using in the 90s. One of the styles. There's many styles that he was using during this period. Let's go a little bigger. All right. So Batman would be solid black. With this cape and the cow would be solid black. And then zip tone gray for the, or a dual shade gray for the body of his thing. So we have this first thing. And this is pretty dramatic what he's doing. Batman in a terrible trap. So it has all the classic elements of a Batman story. Of a mystery, you know, these death traps, and we got the Commissioner Gordon, and um, we also have Alfred that shows up in here. And as you go through, stop meeting, you can see Two-Face, and as I said, you can see, uh, you know, being able to take this, take on this stuff, and sort of his approach. For the period and you can see in like namor where you know he still has some of the animation type um feel in his art the approach would be kind of a not a neil adams realism but a sort of a like um not necessarily comic book realism that'd be a best better way to say it they'll just be kind of like real architecture that sort of thing and not kind of cheating a lot of the shot cheating some of it like with the angles but most of the time it'd be how it would really look right it doesn't always work best for comic books and batman this one was a much harder harder thing to escape for batman but of course he makes his way out Runs into the Riddler, <laughs> and then um, Batman. I think, how could you figure this out? Of course, here's a signature of the Joker. And we get to see how Burn isn't exactly doing the Joker that we've seen. It has elements of Dick Spring, but it's kind of like a real guy kind of 
with his face contorted. It's kind of doing what Neil Adams kind of do, did where a guy's his face is stuck in that smile. It's almost painful, but it's almost it's still happy. And then I think there's a line in here. Calls him a truck and bus imitation, which I think um, Burns said Archie Gubin called him up and said, you know, he liked that line because it's from from plays being on Broadway. And then they'd have a call a truck and bus imitation that would go on the road. Right? So then goes to what we think would be a showdown of the story. Right? course Two-Face is going to take out the Joker and Batman shows up and he has to fight these babes. Now Batman was going into full-on ninja at this period so it's kind of having a little bit of trouble with these martial artists is not something that a Batman fan at the time would sort of um deal with but then you have um Two-Face trying to take out the Riddler. Alright. And then a big... This was thinking about the big showdown with him and the Joker. They have the big Dick Sprang type of setups and effects. Something that um, I guess you could say Joel Schumacher kind of did in his Batman movies. Only wish he didn't throw in all those colors. Still trying to figure out what's going on. Then we have some detective work going on there. Something that we would see less and less in the regular Batman books. Batman goes in there, but it doesn't go as planned for Batman. About to fall out. And this is, I think, one of the pieces that sold the series, the ad for it. And then here's where Batman, uh, Bruce, sorry, when John Burns sort of gets to sort of pushing the boundaries of seeing the Joker that we saw him do before, um, not necessarily two-faced, but kind of having that two-faced sort of smile, and that sort of getting back to what we would use regularly see from Burn, right? And then we get something that we rarely ever see. I think um, Steve Englehart and um, Marshall Rogers kind of did something like that, and then once. Batman gets hit, he realizes what's real. And he turns the tables, takes out the henchmen and women. And Bruce Wayne makes an appearance in his series.
before we get to we're not going to get this tale sorry not today so we talk over the ending with alfred and batman decides that he's gonna gonna get a rest after figuring everything out yep so there we go got batman 3d i kind of call this the project that Byrne did instead of um, the last Galactic Story graphic novel. And that's not of any um, pain of deciding against doing the last Galactic Story. But the person who was pushing for it was Archie Goodwin, who is the editor of this um, graphic novel. He was the one pushing for the last Galactic Story, where Byrne was kind of like, I don't do the Fantastic Four, so I don't feel like I should do something that they would be locked in. Then Archie Goodwin went over and he went to do special projects with DC, a lot of Batman stuff. And one of the people he called to do Batman would do this graphic novel was Burner. Right? So you had, this is how, this is not how it happened, but yeah, Archie Goodwin called him to do this. So it's kind of the book that was done instead of what we saw, you know, finishing the, the Galactus story. Well, I guess that's about it. Thank you and goodbye.